Hello, I'm Alexia, and let me help you to take the fear out of birth with a mix of real-life positive birth stories and birthing experts sharing their wisdom. I'll also be sharing techniques for getting into the fearless birthing mindset. And join the Fearless Mumship community for bonus podcast episodes, access to free birth preparation downloads, and loads more stuff to help you to prepare for a positive birth. Join today at fearfreechildbirth.com. Hello and welcome back to the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. This is me, your host, Alexia Leachman, and thank you so much for joining me today. Now, on today's show, I've got a fabulous positive birth story to share with you. And what makes this story so incredible is that the woman who is sharing the story, Grace, she has a really positive, empowering birth, and that was despite all her worst fears coming true. So it's a really, really great one to listen to. And um, there's so much that you can take away from today's story. But before I hand over to that chat, I've got a couple of things I just want to share with you. So first of all, there's the new Fear Free Childbirth member area. If you haven't joined the member area yet, then uh, you can do that. You can do that for free. And the member area is where you can find all the podcast resources to go with the podcast. So, you know, some of the episodes, you get some free stuff that come with the episode. Well, they're all in one place now. So you can just join the member area and they're all in one place easy for you to download and you can join that for free just by signing up at for the fear free childbirth community on the homepage of the fear free childbirth site if you're in the us i've tried to make it super easy you can text uh triple four triple nine you just text my name to triple four triple nine and once you send that through you'll get a confirmation text and that will also uh, you'll immediately get some login details to enable you to join the member area too because you'll need login details to get access now it is free so don't worry about that there are paid things inside there is going to be a new paid members level which is going to have loads more content that's currently being prepared at the moment i've got some experts that are going to be joining me to sharing some great content uh, and so that's going to be almost you can almost think of it as your online antenatal resource to help you prepare for all aspects of pregnancy and birth. But that is coming soon. If you want to join the waiting list for that, where you will get a special launch deal, then you can join the waiting list too. And you can do that at the homepage of the Fear Free Childbirth site. Okay, now I've got some shout outs to say as well. I've got a shout out to say to Katie in Oz. Now, Katie, hello, Katie, you first got in touch with me because you wanted to prepare for pregnancy because you had some fears that you knew you wanted to tackle before getting pregnant. But then the universe decided to get involved and Katie found out last week, or was it two weeks ago, that she is pregnant now. And so now she's having a mild panic. So, you know, hello, Katie, you are going to be absolutely fine. And, you know, sometimes we just need someone to force our hand and make us do the work that we need to do. So I think this is probably what's happened in your situation. And then I've got a shout out for Sarah. Sarah had her 12 weeks can this week and she um, she was really looking forward to it. But she's also planning her wedding, which is in five weeks. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, Sarah good luck because that sounds like you've got a lot on your plate. I'm sure you're going to be fine too. And she's also looking forward to the webinar. If you haven't signed up to the webinar, I'm doing some webinars at the moment. You can find out details as well on the Fear Free Childbirth homepage and also on the Fear Free Childbirth Facebook page. Um, So I'm going to be doing a live Q&A all about helping you to prepare for your birth. So if you're pregnant and you want uh, want the opportunity to ask me some questions and also just learn some more stuff about preparing for your birth, then sign up for one of the webinars. Um, and then also I've got a shout out to say to James. She's in the Facebook group, the Fear Free Childbirth Facebook group. She's 37 weeks along with her second child. She's got a little two-year-old running around. 
and she's feeling a little bit exhausted, but she's been getting a little bit nervous. But having listened to some of the podcasts, she can feel her mindset and confidence growing stronger. That is brilliant news, Jane. I'm so pleased that this is helping you. And she's loved having found the Fear Free group. Now, if you do want to come and find the Fear Free Childbirth group, then there's lots of discussion going on in there. In fact, we've got one going on at the moment around pushing, when to push, when not to push, what to do if your midwife tells you to push and you shouldn't push, how to know if you need to push, all that kind of stuff. And some of the birth professionals we've got in the group are sharing some really great resources and articles for to help you with all that. Um, and also, if you, you know, when you do join the group, a lot of the past guests that I've had on the podcast are in that group too. So if there are any past episodes that you think, oh, I'd love to ask so-and-so a question based on hearing them have the chat, then they're probably in the group. So you can probably ask them directly. So do come and find the Fear Free Childbirth group. Okay, that's it for shout outs and little updates and all that kind of stuff. So it's now back to today's episode. Today I'm speaking to Grace. Now Grace is going to be sharing her positive birth story. But this positive birth story is really, really special for loads of reasons. And one of the main reasons is that basically all her worst fears came true during her labour. So this is a positive birth story that talks about how you can still have that positive birth experience despite all your worst fears coming true. And for me, this is really, really important because, you know, when we prepare for our birth, we can prepare as much as we want for our beautiful birth centre birth or our water birth or our beautiful home birth. But we don't know that that is actually what is going to happen Any number of things could happen during our birth that means we don't get the birth that we want. So, you know, many people spend loads of time preparing for the birth that they want, but they don't spend a lot of time preparing for the birth that they don't want. And if that is the birth that they end up getting, how do those people handle that? How do they still come out of their birth experience feeling positive if their birth didn't go the way they wanted or if all of their worst fears come true. And that is what today's story is all about. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a story from Grace. Now, Grace was a huge fan of the podcast. She gobbled up all the episodes as much as she could while she was pregnant because she loves to do her research. And she is also somebody that was really up for facing up to her fears. So she spent a lot of time during her pregnancy really working on her fears as well. And so this is what really helped to put her in good stead in terms of how she handled her birth experience. So I'm not going to say anything more than that because really it is just a wonderful story and Grace is just an absolute joy to listen to. Now one of the reasons that I love this story is that Grace used the five-step head trash clearance method to clear all her fears while she was pregnant and the reason I'm mentioning that is because she does refer to the method a little bit during our chat and I just wanted to prepare you and give you the heads up. If you're interested in finding out more more about the head trash clearance method, then I'll talk a little bit more at the end. If you want to find out more about it, find out where you can get it and all that good stuff. But yeah, that's what she talks about. But there are other fear clearance methods are available. So just because she talks about that, it doesn't mean that that's the only way that you can go about clearing your fears. I think the value in listening to what Grace has got to say is the fact that she faced up to her fears. She looked them in the eye and she dealt with them while she was pregnant, which gave her the best chance of having a positive birth. Now, I'm not going to go on any further. I think the best thing to do is just to listen to Grace sharing her incredible birth story. And you might even spot that 
my voice does get quite shaky at moments because it's just so wonderful. I think I'm just getting really soppy actually listening to all these birth stories. Anyway, enjoy listening to Grace. Well, hello, Grace, and welcome to the Fear Free Childbirth podcast. Well, hi, Alexia. How are you today? I'm doing really, really well. Thank you. Really, really. I am so excited to have you on because you are a fan of the show, a listener of the show, and I get so excited having listeners on the show. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I am so honored to be here. (laughs) Now, you are going to be sharing with us your pregnancy journey and your birth story. And the reason that you're, we're here having this conversation is actually brilliant because I put a, uh, a feeler out to my, the people who subscribe to my work, my list, saying, hey, have you used the uh, technique that I share? Have you used all this stuff? Because I'd love to feature anybody who's used it in my book. And you came back with a lovely story about how you've used it. And, and then it started a whole bit of an email conversation. And I thought, you know what? I've got to get you on the show. So here you are. So I'm not going to tell any more about the story. I'm going to let you, let you talk about all that. But that's how Grace is on the Fear Free Childbirth podcast. So anyway, Grace, before we start, just tell us who you are. Who is Grace? So that the listeners know who you are and what you're up to and how come, you know, what your family life is like. So they can kind of get to know a little bit about who you are. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm, my name is Grace again. I have um, a husband and we've been married for three and a half years now. Uh, he's in the military, so we move around a lot, uh, away from family right now. Um, we have one kiddo. Her name is Zoe, and we have a dog named Dallas, and we're a very close-knit family. Um, I'm close to my family. He's very close to his family, and um, obviously we want that for our immediate family too. So um, I'm very into health and nutrition, and I try and live the healthiest lifestyle possible, um, I'm always, always, always doing as much research as I can at, for whatever has happening in my life. And so, um, I think it was, it was the same for pregnancy. You know, I just like couldn't put the books down. I couldn't stop researching and my sister-in-law, um, introduced me to your podcast and I just, I just like binge listened to all of your podcasts in like a week pretty much. <laughs> and then I was just like waiting every week. You know, I need another podcast. I need another podcast. And of course, my husband was like listening to them. He loved them, and um, and so then, I mean, obviously, led to me finding your your head trash clearing, and might be getting a little ahead of the interview here, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. It's good. So yeah, so basically, this is because I, you know, I wanted to know about listeners that have been using the head trash clearance method to get Mm -hmm. over stuff and prepare on their pregnancy. So we know that you've used it. We've now used it. But tell me, (laughs) tell me, first of all, about your pregnancy. I mean, how was your pregnancy? I mean, when you found out you were pregnant, was it, was it planned? Were you excited? How did you feel at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty planned. We decided we wanted to start a family. And then, I mean, we weren't like, I wasn't like, um, counting my ovulation days or anything like that. But um, we got pregnant pretty quickly. And I actually found out a couple of days after Mother's Day. Oh, um, so I, I remember taking a test on Mother's Day. And I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to find out I was pregnant on Mother's Day. And it was negative And I was really sad. But um, so I had a wonderful pregnancy. I really did. I, I can't complain too much. I had a little nausea, you know, a little discomfort towards the end. But I was, I was really trying to focus on having the most relaxed, the most, you know, at the same time, energizing pregnancy that I possibly could just like getting excited and, and, you know, connecting with my baby and, 
um, you know, starting that relationship right off the bat. So, so I what, had a wonderful pregnancy. What were you doing to get yourself into such a great place? Were there things, you know, were you doing yoga, yeah. meditation? What kind of things were you kind of doing to help you to get to this being, it sounded like you were a Zen-like calm mm-hmm. through your pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, what were you doing? <laughs> what, what's the secret to this? <laughs> well, I was, um, I was doing, first of all, lots and lots of research, which that's just me. If anybody knows me, they know I'm constantly researching things and like reading articles and reading research articles and stuff like that. So um, whenever I came across your method, the head trash clearing method, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, like, I'm sure there are lots of things that I'm freaking out about right now that I don't even know about because I, I know that's that's a thing. It really is. <laughs> when you dig down deep inside, there's lots of trash. There's lots of trash to come out. And I had a lot, you know, I kind of I kind of thought in my head, like, oh, like, I am going to have the perfect pregnancy. I'm going to have the perfect birth. I don't have any fears, really. You know, everything's fine. Everything's perfect. But then whenever I really started searching for it, all of that trash started to kind of, you know, come to the surface. Mm. And and um, and so I really used your head trash clearing method a lot. I found it very, very helpful. It was very just just wonderful. It was kind of weird at first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was kind of weird <laughs> so when you when, I, I, I know what you mean when you say that because I use it all the time yeah. but to somebody that doesn't has never tried it what how would you describe that feeling of, of like that weirdness that you're describing I think it was uh mainly the the you know touching <laughs> oh yeah holding Touch, the hand position but, but it actually makes sense now to me and, and I couldn't I couldn't do it without doing that now you know yeah. it's just kind of like trying to eat your food without a fork, you know? Um, and then also step three was kind of weird to me because it, 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 but it was very helpful. It helped me. It it actually, it made me think about each thing, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, like what, cause you know, you're supposed to kind of concentrate on it for two minutes for each, you know, on each thing, you know, whatever my, uh, insert head trash here is a wonderful thing. And then you're supposed to think about that, you know? And so I would, my brain is always working. So I would elaborate on that. And in my head, I just would go off. But then, you know, I'd go to the other thing, uh, you know, what, like for mine, mine was uh, C-section. So <laughs> whenever I would say, I love C-sections, you know, I'm sitting there, I don't love C-sections. I hate C-sections. I'm terrified <laughs> of having a C-section. But then, you know, the more I did it and the more I really made myself face that fear and think about it, it, it wasn't as terrifying and it actually became like, okay, like this is actually a good thing yeah. in the right circumstances, you know? And so, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and for other things where it's like, I, you know, one of my fears was that I was afraid of having a bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women have that. A lot of women yeah. have that, don't they? No, they do. They do. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think that the main thing was that I was worried about my husband, you know, like that's not something that we do in front of each other. And so I was worried that my husband would just be like, I'm out of here. You know, I mean, Um, but you know, that ended up, that ended up actually coming up in a conversation because of the head trash. And I'm like, look, Rory, Rory's my husband. This is something that I'm afraid of. And he's like, that's silly. Like it happens. It's okay. Like I totally would not be freaked out by that. And you know, and so then it was just kind of like, Oh, that was a silly fear. Anyway, so, uh, but yeah, step three was, was probably the, the hardest part. And, and for some of them, it was, it was changing, you know, kind of tweaking the phrases just a little bit to fit my, 
my fear, mm-hmm. um, which was very, very helpful for me. Um, it, it just made me really, really dive into why, why am I afraid of this? You know? Mm-hmm. So. so what was the first thing that sparked off your fear clearance journey then? What was the first thing that made you think, oh, I'm going to, cause you, you said that you were quite, you know, you were all right and it was all fine. And then, mm-hmm. then you realized that you maybe had something and you started picking and then it all came out. So what's the first thing that you decided to start with or that made you start that, that journey of fear clearance? Well, this is going to sound a little vain, but I was worried about getting super fat and getting lots of stretch marks. <laughs> and I'm sure lots of women worry about that. But mm. I, you know, I, and I had that conversation again with my husband and he was just kind of like, look, you know, it's not going to happen for you, but this is something that you need to not be afraid of. You know, if it does happen, you're going to get past it and you're going to, you know, fix it later on. Everything's going to be fine. And, and, you know, and so then it kind of kept coming back, kept coming back. And I was like, okay, he's right. I need to figure this out and, and not worry about this. Cause it was every day it was, you know, I'm worried to eat this or worried to eat that, which is silly whenever, especially when you're pregnant, (laughs) you don't need to be worried about eating things. Good grief. Um, and then I wasn't able to, uh, exercise as much as, as I could before because I didn't have the energy. And so then I started feeling bad about you know, and so then I really started cracking down on myself, like, okay, you need to figure this out, Grace. This isn't, this isn't good for you. You know, this isn't good for you mentally. This isn't good for your baby. And so then I started, I mean, I had already heard about your head trash clearing method. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll try that, you know, and then it it really became something that, that was helpful for me. So I kept using it with other things. So Oh, yeah. good. So then that came. So then you said lots. And then as you started doing stuff, more stuff came out. Like, so how sure. did that? Oh, yeah. How did that kind of feel in the because I, I know what that's like, where sometimes you think, oh, I'm just going to work on that thing. And suddenly there's this whole stuff that just kind of comes yeah. up like, whoa, I was all right before. Now what's <laughs> happened? So just kind of talk like, me through that, that experience for yeah. you. Well, I think it was like the more research I did, the more it was like, like, you know, you realize that that that's the thing that women have bowel movement during birth but it's like you don't even think about it until you read about it a couple of times and then you're like oh oh no now I'm afraid of that and so then you add that to your list of fears and then you keep going keep trucking and then you go to you know like a um a breastfeeding class and and you hear about okay you know these are the problems that you can have and then and then of course I'm like oh no what if my baby doesn't breastfeed right what if I don't breastfeed what if I have to go to formula what if what if what if and then okay now I can add that to my list um, so then I, I just started adding, you know, um, and, and I didn't necessarily keep a list. I do actually, I have a list now. Um, I, cause whenever we start, started putting together our birth plan, we, we made that list actually together, but, um, but yeah, that's how I, that's how it happened. It wasn't all at once necessarily. Mm. There were a couple of things, you know, I, after I started working on the, um, the kind of body image stuff initially, then I started being like, oh, what else am I afraid of? And then, you know, a couple of things came out. Um, C-section wasn't necessarily one of them in the beginning. Mm. It wasn't until we started putting together our birth plan that I was really, really focused on that as a fear. Um, it was it was on my list in the beginning, but, you know, not. So, I was just kind of like, eh, that's not going to happen to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll be all right, whatever. <laughs> yep. So uh, what happened? I mean, what happened that started... Um, focusing your mind. So you said you was writing the birth plan. Was there anything else that's going on that started sort of making some of this feel a bit more real to you, I guess, and maybe highlighting those fears a little bit more for you? Well, um, it was whenever we were doing our birth plan and 
I just started getting really terrified of having a C-section. My, my sister had had a C-section about a year and a half before, um, before I was due. So I guess it was about six months before I got pregnant. And she had a breech baby. So, you know, she didn't even have a choice in the matter. Um, but it, it was just an awful experience for her. She didn't, you know, I, I mean, I think it, it ended up being fine in the end. But she's just, you know, it's just not something that I wanted to experience. You know, I wanted to have this perfect, beautiful birth, you know, that was all natural, no drugs, no hospitals. I'm going to a birthing center. You know, I... Um, I'm going to have like this beautiful playlist and it's all going to be dandelions and butterflies. And, you know. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Um, and like, don't get me wrong. I love, I love medicine. Modern medicine is amazing. And I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. So I work in a hospital, you know? Um, but I didn't want that. I yeah. wanted to have this experience and it's a little selfish, I guess, but I wanted to have that experience. You know, this is something that, only I get to do, you know, I only I get to birth my baby. And so I wanted to experience that. And I was really excited about it. And I felt like having a C-section was the ultimate, I don't get to experience that, you know, so there were some different levels that I was, I was didn't want to happen, but I was afraid of. And one was having to go to the hospital. um, And then, of course, having to have an epidural, and then, you know, progressively going, you know, going more, um, I wasn't super afraid of uh, an episiotomy, but that was kind of on the list. Like, I don't want this. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the C-section was kind of at the end of the list. Like, this isn't going to happen. And, you know, never, (laughs) never, never, (laughs) never. But this is like our worst case scenario. Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally. And, and, you know, so. Yeah, so so basically you. Um, you... But then. so sorry to interrupt. you basically in part of your prep then you basically identified all your worst your worst fears and basically worked on mm-hmm. addressing all your worst fears as part of your prep for your birth that's basically what you did yeah in a absolutely. nutshell yeah okay. i did okay so um talk me through the um i don't know the final stages of your pregnancy maybe the, the bit where you know labor might i don't know tell me that you know labor beginning or due date yeah, arriving yeah. like you know tell me about talk me through that like final stage of pregnancy how was that for you okay yeah. So the last couple of weeks were pretty stressful. We had moved um, across the country. We moved into a house. We painted the whole house. Wow. <laughs> and we were getting everything all situated. I was running around like a crazy person. Everything has to be perfect for the baby, you know, because I'm not going to do anything at all after the baby's here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was going through my head. Um, and I got sick. I, I had a cold, really bad cold, and I lost like eight pounds because I couldn't eat really it was bad. I, I didn't feel good. Um, and so then, right, it was, I was 38 weeks, four days and woke up at six o'clock in the morning and kind of felt some period cramps and was like, Oh, oh that's weird. Went back to sleep, woke up a little bit later, felt them again. And I was like, huh. And so I just laid there in bed and then they kept coming. It was every, and so I was like, Oh, I should, I should time this every five minutes. I would just get these little bitty period cramps, nothing crazy. Like totally wouldn't notice it if I wasn't thinking about it. Um, so, and it was pretty consistent. So I was like, okay, well maybe I'm in labor. You know, I was kind of in denial at that point. I was like, nah, probably not, but maybe. So I'm texting people, some people, Hey, hey this might be happening. Maybe, probably not. Maybe. Um, I go to the gym because <laughs> that's what everyone does when they go to yeah, labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I go does. to the gym. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, cause I was just going to go about my day, you know, I go to the gym and I was doing a bench press, very light bench press, you know, just 
kind of get some muscles working. And I remember standing up and I was like, oh, I peed myself. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm kind of like walking to the bathroom like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I wore a black spandex. So (laughs) (laughs) So your water's broken in the gym, basically. It broke. It was was leaking. So just a little bit leaking. Um, Anyway, fast forward a little bit. My contractions just kind of stayed pretty consistent, started getting a little stronger. I just decided that I needed to stay busy, was going on, you know, I was walking around. I walked around Target and um, for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stayed busy, busy, busy. And I eventually called my midwife and said, hey, um, this was after a while. I was in denial about the amnio- the uh, water breaking too. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm just peeing myself periodically. <laughs> I called my midwife and she was like, hey, yeah, you should probably come in so we can check that out. So um, I see it was about four o'clock in the afternoon. My husband, I had him come off, come home from work early and we, we drove to the birthing center together. It was about an hour away. Um, by this time, my contractions were pretty strong and it was like really bad back labor. Um, so I'm in the car having a miserable time, you know, trying to get comfortable while sitting in at a seat belt and it was horrible. No but way. yeah, so I, I get to the birthing center and surprise, it's amniotic fluid. My water is broke. So um, now I'm kind of on a timeline here. And that was another thing that I didn't realize it was going to be stressful for me, but I was like, oh no, oh no. You know, so I kind of had to, you know, it's okay. Everything's fine. Um, And then she checked me, uh, checked my dilation and I was at four centimeters, which I was like, man, I feel like I should be further than this. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay though. Um, but then she was like, huh, I feel something something kind of weird. Maybe she's in a weird position. Maybe it's a hand over her head. I'm not really sure, but we should go to the hospital to get an ultrasound just to make sure. She's like, I think everything's fine, but just to make sure. And I was just completely oblivious at that point. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, whatever. It's all good. So we're, st- we're super giddy. We're really excited. And we get to the hospital, which is like two minutes away you know, long walk away. Um, and they, they do the ultrasound and it was, it was just this very, we were videotaping it actually. Um, and my husband was holding the video camera of them doing the ultrasound. And all you hear is, you know, we're giggling, Oh, that tickles or whatever. And then he just said, the ultrasound tech just says, Oh, she's breech. And then you just see the camera drop and he turns it off. And I mean, at that point it was just this like, horrifying like I I don't even know how to describe it just like everything it was just came crashing down on me you know just like all these fears I was just like no wait wait no no this isn't supposed to be happening to me not me (laughs) (laughs) not my perfect birth plan (laughs) so yep she was breached so um after that we, you know, we were still kind of holding on to hope, like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe they can do the version to turn her. And um, it, I mean, it just, it, it kind of started cascading down for us. Like we were in a very bad place at that point, both of us, me and my mm-hmm. husband. I mean, I, I honestly, I didn't even try to catch up mentally. I was just, I was just like, I was crying. My, everything was falling through this is it, you know, <laughs> this is it. But 
I was, I was just like, I didn't even try to like be like, stop, wait, everything's going to be okay. Like, this is a beautiful birth too. I, I didn't, I didn't try that at first. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. This is horrible. And so then of course it ended up being hor- more horrible and more horrible and more horrible. There were a couple of things that happened before they tried the version that it was just like, ugh, like they missed my IV. And then, and then they started freaking out because, because so this is this is something that that we just like did not to happen you know just being in the hospital having all these medical professionals running around us and you know just constantly being in the room and we can't even enjoy my labor and my birth and anything and so anyway so we get into the OR and during the the version they had given me some medicine to stop my contraction so that they could move her better and I was just shaking uncontrollably, just like that was a side effect of the medicine. And, and it was like I was cold and I was, I was hot and everything was just off and, and I was crying and I was just like shivering and shaking. And, and, I, and I, it wasn't until they started, they were about to start the version that I just kind of realized what was going on. And I was like, oh, like this is not good. Like I have control over this situation. You know, I... I can turn this around from being a nightmare to being something beautiful. And I did. I, I just stopped. And I remember I was holding my husband's hand. I was listening to Enya. <laughs> <laughs> good old and Enya. yes, yes. She, she puts me in a good place. <laughs> so I'm holding his hand. And, and I remember I didn't even, it wasn't even something that was between me and my husband. It was between me and my baby. I just kind of stopped and, and kind of went inside myself inside my my brain and my and started talking to Zoe my little baby and and I was just like hey everything's okay like and I I just kind of felt this like this sorrow and this like sadness that I had done that to her you know and because I knew that that she had to be feeling so sad and like so stressed because I was so sad and so stressed and like obviously she can't do anything about the situation that we're in. She's not going to just be like, bloop, flip over. Um, but I just, I, and I know, I absolutely know that whatever I'm feeling, she's feeling. And so, and, and I just felt so bad all of a sudden, you know, I felt like I was being so selfish before and I was just like, I'm sorry, Zoe. I'm sorry, baby. Like everything's going to be okay. And then everything was okay. And I, I stopped shaking. I completely stopped shaking they were like, oh, no, she needs more medicine. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. And they were like, no, we don't believe you. <laughs> so they checked, and I wasn't having any contractions, but I had stopped shaking. So they were like, this is weird. Anyway, um, but, yeah, I just remember I, I was just like, I love C-sections. <laughs> <laughs> I that, that thought floated by, and I was like, this is good. This is a good thing. If this, if we didn't have these C-sections, if this wasn't possible, my breech baby might die. I might die, you know, and that's not going to happen because of this wonderful thing that is a C-section, you know? So, so I, I just stopped and I was like, this is silly of me to be freaking out about this. This is what's happening right now. And, you know, there's nothing I can necessarily do about it, but I can control how I'm feeling about it. And, and I just relaxed. And it, it didn't matter if they had the, the version worked or not. It didn't end up working, but it didn't matter. I was like, okay, that's fine. Whenever they were like, it's not going to work. We're going to have to do a C-section. I was like, okay, whatever. 
that's fine. <laughs> Bring it up. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was excited again. Like oh. I got that feeling back. I mean, I could have totally stayed in my pity party and been like, this is horrible. And these actions are horrible. And I'm so sad about it all. But I got to have that, that experience that I wanted. And I got to be so excited to have my baby and see my baby for the first time. And I was like, I totally surpassed that feeling of sorrow and sadness and anger and all those negative emotions. And it became this like wonderful, beautiful thing that is supposed to be, you know? Um, anyway. No, so I'm just I'm crying here. inside. No, right, when you emailed me and I read your email, I was in tears and now I'm starting to cry all over again because it's just so beautiful <laughs> that, um, that preparing in that way, you found that beautiful birth experience and it's just lovely hearing it, hearing you tell me that. So I'm just so grateful for you to share your story here with everybody and I hope that, that everybody hearing that can see how, oh, it's just wonderful. Thank you so much, Grace, for sharing that. Absolutely. So, My pleasure. So you had a wonderful C-section. So just tell us about that C-section then. Tell us about that C-section. I did. Um, we, we had this amazing anesthesiologist who he just, he was so wonderful. He knew that this isn't what we wanted. He knew that this was devastating for us. And he was just, he was amazing. The, the, um, I wanted pictures. That was the main thing. It's like, I wanted pictures of my birth and I wanted to have something to remember it by. And, and I asked the, the doctor, I was like, Hey, can, you know, can we take some pictures? And the OR doctor was like, no pictures, no pictures. And I was like, like, I started crying. I was like, Ooh. and then he was like, okay, you can take some pictures, no videos though. So the anesthesiologist, I gave him my camera and I looked back after you know a couple of hours were in the room and everything and he had taken like six or seven videos oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and um so they had this drape up over us and they whenever the baby right when zoe came out they they pulled the drape away and there was just like a i don't know just like a plastic area where you could see through and so i got to see her coming out into the world it was so beautiful and i got to see her her first little cry and um, I, I really wanted to do skin to skin right away, but they, you know, they had to do their whole thing where they check her out for like 10 minutes first, which was really annoying. But, um, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't want to like completely overtake your night here, but, um, I, I got to kind of accomplish another fear after that because they, she had to go to the NICU because she had some fluid in her lungs. Um, and that was another big thing, which I was just like, no, no, (laughs) she, yeah, she ended up with an IV in her forehead and, um, you know, just, she had high flow oxygen on on, and I didn't get to breastfeed for like 12 hours, but, but it honestly, at that point I had already changed my, my attitude Mm -hmm. and everything was fine. Like I was like, okay, this is good. This is good. Like oxygen is good (laughs) IVs are good I love IVs (laughs) you are amazing I love it I just love your attitude I love I love this story I love it I love it thank you so much so my goodness so you know one like literally all your fears just came true bang 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 and it's just amazing how you I know yeah like wow and here you are talking about your like when you look back on your birth how do you how would you describe your birth experience now like when you think I think it was beautiful. Wow. I think it was exactly what it needed to be. And I think it was beautiful. And I have videos of me seeing my baby for the first time. And I cry every time I see it. And I, and I see her and she's perfect. And I love it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm totally fine with it. No. Of course, I look forward to having a V back someday. And, you know, 
hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. I don't, I don't freak out about it. I'm not like, oh, woe yeah. is me or anything. You know, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> amazing i'm just so i just love i love i love love c-sections i love c-sections it's brilliant it's brilliant so um i love (laughs) (laughs) c-sections i'll have to do yeah oh no it's just so exciting hearing this story so um so here how old is zoe now how she's because we just waited a minute ago didn't we how old yeah she's like what five months ten months months old ten months my goodness ten months old yeah yeah wow Wow. it's crazy time flies so she's okay now she's with the all the stuff she had at the outfit, she's, she's okay. Brilliant. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It, she was there. She was in the NICU for, I think, 18 hours, something like that. Okay. And then we were good to go. We were, everything was fine. So oh, she's perfect. perfect. <laughs> so how, how long did you have to wait till you could come home? Um, we had to stay there for three, three days. Just three days. I think that's pretty standard for the hospital here. So Brilliant. Okay. And so new mum, like being a new mum, breastfeeding, you couldn't breastfeed at the hospital, but did you find breastfeeding okay? How did all that go for you? It was great. Yes. I, I did. I was able to finally breastfeed her in the NICU whenever they took off her oxygen after like 10 hours, 10 or 11 hours. Um, and she was perfect. She did great. I had an awesome, um, breastfeeding consultant there who was, who was helping me and giving me pointers. And I, it, it hurt a little bit, <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay because you just work through that and then everything's fine. And she's, she's still breastfeeding and she's, she's an awesome kid. She's oh. best thing that ever happened to me. So brilliant. No, and I, I'm, I, I, we're doing this on video so I can see you and you're absolutely beaming just for people listening. So you won't be able to see this. It's just, it's just got the massive, massive smile yes. on. Absolutely. I glowing. love talking about it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's my birth story and I love talking about it and I'm not ashamed of it and I'm not, I'm not sad about it. I love it. And that's what I love about this story. There's so many women that go through a similar experience to what you've had, where suddenly it all goes bang, 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 breach, emergency C-section, and they're not, they can't sit here afterwards talking about this amazing, positive, yeah. empowering birth story. And that, that's what I think is just so beautiful about this, is that you've managed with your mindset, you just turned it around, and, and you, Absolutely. you love it. And that's, that's what's so brilliant about this, is the, how you feel about that now. And, and mm-hmm. it's, with the work that I try and do, I just, at least you can't guarantee the outcome, but what you no, can do is you can't. <laughs> but you can work on how you feel about the outcome. And that's that's so that's why I love this story so well. Is that you know yes, it's it's so easy to feel positively about your beautiful water birth at home with candlelight. You know that's not hard to do. Yeah, but you've managed to do that with this experience, and that's what makes it such a wonderful story. So right, so and it's possible for anyone out there. You know, you you control the way you feel. You really do, and so work on it before you get there. You know. Yeah. You yeah. can't, it's going to be a little harder if you're in the moment and then you're like, oh no, how did I, how, how did I hear, clear this head trash again? I forgot. I don't know. So did you use Practice. any of it, did you use any of it in labor or was it all because of the stuff you did beforehand? Did I, did you do anything on the day? Um, not much. I, I enjoyed my labor quite yeah. a bit. I did. It was beautiful. It really was like, I didn't, I mean, it hurt a little bit, just a little bit of pain. <laughs> Um, but it was great. You know, every time I would get that, that kind of pressure, lots of pressure in my back, I would just breathe and just kind of, you know, relax and meditate a little bit, talk to my baby. It was like, it was like this little nudge reminder every five minutes, like, Hey, you're going to have a baby soon. And so it was exciting, you know, like be 30 minutes, 30 seconds, sorry, 30 minutes, 30 seconds to a minute of, you know, some intense pressure and then 
Oh, I just have another reminder. I'm going to have a baby today. It's so exciting, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because I had that back pressure as well. And it was really, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, it doesn't last long. And as long as you can kind no. of stay present and then it goes yeah. again. Yeah. Then, then you're right. It goes away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It goes brilliant. away. Brilliant. 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 <laughs> well, I'm just so pleased that, you've, uh, that we've got in touch and we've come and shared your story on here. And we can hear the little uh, bouncy thing in the background. You hear it. Yes. <laughs> That's Zoe bouncing on her <laughs> That's her bouncing. music. Yes. <laughs> brilliant I've got to do something to keep the baby happy <laughs> absolutely while we have our chat yeah now um we, we were also chatting about off camera about what else you do because you mm-hmm. do which I, I think it's just be worth sharing a little bit about what because you do paleo food don't you for yeah. babies yes do you yes, just want to talk a little bit about that <laughs> sure I, i'm yes. just curious i'm curious uh-huh. more than anything because i'm nosy and i thought oh uh-huh. actually there must be somebody else who's nosy about this so just tell us a little bit about <laughs> your journey your experience your knowledge about paleo for baby baby yeah absolutely so um i have been kind of following a paleo lifestyle for the last uh, i'd say four or five years uh dabbled in a little bit of uh uh vegan vegetarian you know just a little junk food here and there whatever (laughs) and this is the lifestyle that really works for me and that i feel best in so Um, It's just a whole foods diet. You know, you eat your fruits and vegetables and some clean meats. I like to buy local local meat here. And um, anyway, uh, so I I also love to cook. I love to cook. It's like one of my passions. And so um, I I decided to start sharing it with the world. I have a YouTube channel. It's called My Paleo Kitchen. And um, I have lots of stuff on there. I have, you know, just, you know, anywhere from Paleo Sloppy Joe's to... Um, you know, how to roast potatoes. And then I have lots of baby food recipes, um, applesauce, sweet potato stuff. Um, I had a banana pancake one and I always put my little baby in there. I'd like to show her off. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have loads of links to all this stuff in the podcast show notes for this episode. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Grace. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Alexia. Well, there you have it. That was Grace's positive birth story. Now there is so much I think for anyone to learn from that story and that is namely that the you can't choose what happens to you in life and birth in anything but what you can do is choose how you respond to that but it's not always easy to make that mindful choice as to how you respond to a situation because often we get so caught up in the situation we find it very difficult to take a step back and so it was incredible that Grace was able to do that in in a situation such as being in labour to be able to sort of stop her emotional reaction unfolding and really kind of pause it and, and make a conscious choice as to how she wanted that to unfold and how she wanted to respond and therefore feel emotionally in that situation and that doesn't that is not something you can just switch on that's something that does take preparing for it does mean that you do have to do the work so when Grace talks about having spent time preparing for her birth by facing up to her fears and doing all that kind of work that work really does help you and put you into good position to be able to do that and so to just think that you can rock up to birth and be able to do that on the day if you haven't done any kind of uh, emotional and mental preparation in the lead up is is really sort of setting yourself up for a challenging situation because it's going to be very very difficult for you so it really is worth using your time 
in your pregnancy to prepare in any way that is that you find helpful. And so Grace used the five-step head trash clearance method. Now, if you want to give uh, the five-step method a try, then you can get hold of a light version of the method from the Fear Free Childbirth members area. You can also get hold of it from the Head Trash website at headtrash.co.uk. Just on the homepage, it's available for you to sign up and receive straight in your inbox. Now, it is a light version because the full version does require a little bit more training. So I've got a little uh, mini training that you can get hold of with videos and audios and, and downloads and all that kind of stuff to really help you to make the best use of the technique and get brilliant results. So you can download the light version give it a go. I use the light version to get rid of my phobia of needles so you can still achieve great things with the light version uh, and if you finally get on with it and it's something that you think you want to use then you can get hold of the full training if that's what you want. The head trash clearance method is also the fear clearance method that is within the Fearless Birthing Academy. So if you do sign up for the Fearless Birthing Academy, you will get the head trash clearance method training in there anyway, along with loads of other stuff too. So it's all there if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to prepare for your birth. Obviously, as I said earlier, other fear and clearance methods are available. Um, but that is what I know works because I am getting amazing results with my clients and that's what I use to get amazing results for myself. And if you are a birth professional who would like to use the fear clearance method with your clients and you're interested in training, then I will be running some trainings. So do get in touch with me at the Fear Free Childbirth site if you want to find out more information. Um, if so, maybe you're a doula, maybe you're a midwife, maybe you're some other kind of birth professional, a birth therapist or somebody who works with women to get rid of their fears then um, do get in touch because I will be running a training very soon. Okay, that's it for today's episode. I hope you found today's episode useful, interesting, heartwarming and all that good stuff. And I'll see you again next time. Bye for now. You've just been listening to me, Alexia Leachman, here on the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, this is just a wee reminder that if you'd like to listen to bonus podcast episodes and have access to loads of birth preparation downloads, my video mini-series on reducing your fears and so much more, then join the Fearless Mamaship community today. You can join at fearfreechildbirth.com. Until next time, bye for now.